Have you ever received a hate mail? That is a message with contents that express hatred. Pure hatred. Not everyone gets hate mails. But if you are involved in politics and are publicly taking a stance on contentious issues, usually through speeches in front of a large audience or all members of the public or through published writings with wide readership, there is a likelihood that you may be on the receiving end of messages full of hate. Being involved in politics, I understand that hate mails can be a part of life. When a person receives the first hate mail, it can come as a shock. One might think, how can someone say that to me? Depending on your level of tolerance, a hate mail can make you severely depressed, nervous, scared. It can make a person question his or her views. Or, it can be fuel for moving forward with more vigor. A hate mail can make a person feel even more stronger about his or her views and opinions. It can make a person say, hey, I'm not going to move from my position just because someone or some group is swearing at me or cursing me. I will stand up for what I believe in. That is how I feel, that I will not be bothered by hate mails. I have grown up to be someone who stands up for what he believes in, backed by facts, data, and an understanding of good and bad. As I learn more in life about society, culture, traditions, politics, etc., I become more mature and as a result of the learning process, certain views can evolve. No one knows all the right answers at any given point in time. But anyone who has good judgment, the sense of right and wrong, the understanding of truth and falsehood, virtue and vice, must always stand up and be strong in one's values, principles, and beliefs. As I was growing up, I was taught the difference between right and wrong. I was taught to have an open mind so that I can understand other people's views. In this day and age in particular, it is essential to engage in constructive dialogue so that we can openly discuss various viewpoints. The goal is to create a world that is better for all of mankind, and for that, we must look for ways to improve lives. Now, I received a hate mail today. I was not surprised. I am very vocal about my political views. I speak in front of various audiences, large and small. I write opinion pieces that get published in national and local newspapers. I have written dozens and dozens of letters to the editor that were published in USA Today, Chicago Tribune, Boston Globe, The Washington Examiner, Washington Times the Capital Times, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, and more. My opinions are backed up by facts and state my thoughts clearly on a particular issue. Because I have been published many times, 
there are many people out there reading my writings. I also maintain a website with my blog, where I post a lot of writings. My social media posts are also heavily political in nature. And as much as I enjoy connecting with like-minded individuals, my actions also expose me to a lot of criticism. But I am not afraid of criticism. Criticism helps me be a better person, a more knowledgeable one. As I hear opposing views, I have to counter them, present arguments against arguments. And that's quite a process, and I don't mind that at all. However, I do get hate mails, as I mentioned just a few moments ago. So I wrote a post on Facebook with my reaction to the nasty message I got today. Here is what I wrote, and I'm going to read it. Getting messages full of hatred and insults has become a part of life. I exercise my First Amendment right to free speech and my passion and skills in writing to craft the opinions that get published in national and local newspapers. I expect that there will be people who will oppose my views. And that's great because the diversity of views and opinions and the freedom to express those are signs of a healthy, well-functioning society. However, when the response to an argument comes in the form of expletives and insults, I feel pity for the respondent. Constructive dialogue depends on logical arguments, not words and sentences so vile that they cannot be repeated. I received such a private message via my website www.tossifanam.net today. Whoever wrote it had no strong argument against my opinion published in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel today and so the individual chose to swear at me instead. Guess I'm doing something right, right? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Number one, it's free. Number two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Number three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. Number four, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And finally, it's everything you need to make a podcast, all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. The one I got today had such awful, vile language that I cannot even mention any of its contents. It was in response to a letter to the editor I wrote that got published in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. I wrote about how Joe Biden set a very poor example in the first presidential debate. Not only did he insult our president by calling him a clown, he also said shut up to the president and also said things like keep yapping man. 
This is extremely inappropriate and offensive. And Biden clearly disrespected our president, Donald Trump, at various points in the debate. Donald Trump has been elected by the people of America to serve in the Oval Office. People can agree or disagree with the president's policies, but no one should disrespect the highest public office in the country. Donald Trump is the leader of the free world, and Biden did not show the respect that President Trump deserves. So I expressed my opinion in this letter to the editor, and in response, I received a very, very nasty message that was sent to me via my website. It was not unexpected. I understand how some people are always creating a very toxic environment. It shows failure, failure to engage in meaningful debate and discuss policies, and failure to rely on facts. Emotions are fine, but when emotions make a person react to a decent opinion piece by using curse words and vile language, that shows lack of control. There's a lot of hatred in the world. Just recently, we have witnessed numerous examples of hatred since the announcement that President Trump has contracted COVID-19. The doctors treating the president have been providing updates on his health, and it seems that the president is doing much better. His vital signs are good, and he feels great. As a nation, we must wish our commander-in-chief, regardless of party affiliation, a swift and sound recovery at a time like this. Millions from around the country, and in fact, millions from around the world, are wishing Donald Trump and First Lady Melania Trump well. Many world leaders have expressed their good wishes and prayers for President Donald Trump and our First Lady Melania Trump. Unfortunately, there are people, including certain individuals who appear on television and on different networks, who have wished him ill and have said some nasty things about the First Family. It is shocking. As human beings, we must have compassion. Political disagreements must not lead to people wishing each other ill or being happy about someone's illness. Lots of people are writing awful things about President Trump on social media and other places. His social media accounts are receiving comments expressing hatred. But the love and good wishes and prayers from millions and millions of people outweigh the hatred and the ill wishes. And when you look at President Trump, he may be infected by the coronavirus, but his courage, strength, and willpower have not been diminished at all. In fact, I believe when he overcomes the coronavirus, he will be stronger than ever before. Being on the receiving end of messages of curses and hatred must not slow us down. It should not make us feel like we need to pause and rethink our actions. As long as you know you're not doing anything wrong and that your actions and expressions are logical and reasonable, 
you must go on. Now I want to ask my listeners, have you ever received a hate mail? When was that? What was it about? How did, how did it make you feel? I want to know about your experience, and so if you want to share it with me, please send me a message or connect with me on social media. Once again, thank you for listening to my podcast, Explore and Engage with Anam. I will be back again with another episode.